Headliner Radio, the creative voice. Today's podcast guest is Alicia Keys co-signed Norwegian artist Dalara, who has just released her debut album following a string of single releases this year. Her recent single, Didn't You Know, has been synced to the huge Norwegian crime thriller series Gangs of Oslo, which is on Netflix. So we're here today to hear all about her musical journey and what inspired her debut album. Okay, so welcome on today. How are you doing? I'm great. Thank you. How are you? Really good. Thank you. Thank you so much for taking the time. I know you must have a super busy schedule. You've got a lot going on. So whereabouts are you today? Are you at home? Are you in Norway? Yeah, so today I'm in Norway and I've been, um, you know, just running some errands, um, a lot of like styling stuff and some rehearsals for a performance I'm having next week. Um, But right now I'm just, uh, I have some time to do the interview, which is great. Okay, wonderful. Well, I'm very grateful that you were able to fit us in uh, and you've got a lot going on, clearly. So before we get into some of your new music and the new album, I'd love to just get a little bit of a, you know, a bit of background on you and your influences. So what can you tell me about your early memories of music as a child? Um, I actually have this very clear memory of um, me listening to Jay-Z in uh in the car on we I, I used to have like this disc man yep i um, remember them <laughs> which yeah those don't exist anymore but um i used to have that and uh, there was this like hits for kids record and the song with jay-z and lincoln park the numb encore song great song. um i remember yeah i, I remember hearing that and that was the first time I felt like um, a purpose in life, if that makes sense. Like mm. that was the first time I felt excited, so excited about something. Um, and that song itself had a huge impact on me and me wanting to become an artist. And also like, I, I think from an early age, like even before that, I remember my mom had been, telling me like when I was in kindergarten she used to like when she was going to pick me up um I used to uh, gather children around me and just stand in the middle and perform Ricky Martin songs and just (laughs) make them like clap for me love that (laughs) I did that yeah so I think I've always had love for music for rhythms I grew up with Persian music in my hu- household and um, a lot of Latin music, actually, and reggae. So those are my influences. And then hip hop and rap is something I think I discovered through, you know, coming home from school, putting on MTV and just sitting there watching music videos because I wasn't wasn't allowed to have Disney Channel. Um, so I had to like just look at something else so I used to just watch music videos for hours um either just like staring at them or like listening and watching while I was doing homework okay and I have to ask did you get that Ricky Martin album you know Livin' Davida Luca on it yes Livin' Davida Luca that was was a banger (laughs) do you remember some of the album tracks I think there was that underrated one Shake Your Bon Bon that was a classic I remember that one yes (laughs) yeah 
<laughs> no one remembers that I, one. And the upside, inside out. Yeah, no, that was the literally logo. Yeah, that was like the Live in La Vida Loca. I think that was like my Ricky Martin track. Like that was the song I was jamming to. Yeah. That was the song that you used, I used to hear in the house when my mom was like cleaning the house. Uh, and also a lot of Shakira. And um, my dad used to listen to Bob Marley and also the Beatles and Elton John. I think especially Elton John has impacted my music. Um, and yeah, it was like a bunch of different music, really. I can't really, there's not really a thread between any of these artists. Mm. It's quite a mixture then, though, but that's interesting to to see what influences you and what you were exposed to when you were younger. But what about now? So who, in terms of current artists, are you liking at the moment? And, you know, what was the last gig mm. you went to, for instance? Oh, actually, the last gig I went to was, it was two of them. It was, one of them was Masego, um, which was, his, his music is quite different than what I make. It's like really like jazz influence, I think, if that's right. Like he has like the saxophone and he had these amazing musicians on the stage. And he was, I think Masego was, has been the best concert that I've attended in my life mm-hmm. so far like it was so much energy and he was so present on stage and it kind of reminded me of um having fun with music like it's supposed to be fun it's it's supposed to be just playing with energy um and after that i also went and saw Wizkid. like this was this was like uh two days in a row so um, I saw Wizkid, which was a different experience, but it was definitely extremely good as well. It was different in terms of like he didn't have as much live musicians. Like it was him and his presence and like a really cool um, stage setup. But I think that show was also really well because he was so present and it takes a lot to, you know, carry a whole show just you and a DJ um, standing there. So that really says a lot about him and his aura and his performance. Like that was an extremely good concert as well. Okay. And um, in terms of songwriters, who inspires you? Mm. Well, that's a good question. Um, I would say the main one has been Jay-Z for, because that's just... Mm -hmm. Like I said, it was my first influence and he's just, I think he's a poet. He's a really good poet and he has a really good way of telling stories. Um, And I'm also inspired by, really inspired by Persian poetry. I've taken a lot of inspiration from that um, regards to my album, Um, especially, for example, in the first track, you'll actually hear me I've kind of did uh, done a remix on a poem from Rumi, which is like one of the biggest po- poem po- poets that um, the world has known, and it's kind of a fun connection because I know I know Jay Z also um, reads a lot of Persian poetry, uh, like so much that he named his son or daughter son at Rumi. Yeah. So it's kind of like I feel like it's the same taste of things 
Um, but those are my my main inspirations. I would say I don't. Sadly enough, I don't really go in and check too much on who has written the songs, um, because mostly the songs I listen to, the artists write the songs. Uh, I think also like Kanye West, his songwriting has been inspiring because he just has um it's different from like the whole poetry thing like he just has a really easy way of saying things and he just tries to find like the coolest way of saying it which i also think is is um a fun way to play with lyrics and music and um so you're born in sweden raised by Iranian parents and you moved to Norway as a child. So quite uh, a unique upbringing there. So how does your Iranian heritage and Scandinavian upbringing influence your music and your songwriting as well? Oh, that's a good question. Um, I think it's, it's kind of hard to tell when you're like in it. Like I think it would maybe be easier if I could see myself from the outside but Mm. I would say it has influenced me I think in a way where I don't think that there's like one answer to how to do a a music career or how to like um it, it just kind of showed me that music really is uh universal um so I've the way that it has influenced me is that I've try to like mix especially like English and Persian like in my in my new album and I also maybe I try to like take the simplicity from like Norwegian lyrics and and sometimes put them in the English lyrics like it's it's really hard to tell because it's so it's so it's so different like if you hear my Norwegian songs they're so different from the English ones, because you just have a whole other way of expressing yourself in in that language. It's kind of strange, but um, yeah, I don't know. It was a really tough question. That was a tough question. That's okay. No, it was a good answer as well. No. Um, yeah, I can imagine it must be a hard thing to define because that's you and you know what you are. So maybe you just don't ever think it's something that comes naturally to you to combine all these styles, perhaps. Um Okay, so um, this yeah. is incredible uh, for anyone that doesn't know that's listening. So Alicia Keys co-signed you. Um, absolutely phenomenal. I was obsessed with songs in A minor when this came out and I was at school. I can only imagine um, how this was for you. So how did she come across your music? Honestly, I don't know how she came across my music, but um, I think like in the industry, word goes around. Um, especially like, just generally in the music business, business, like it's a, we think it's a big business, but it's actually really small. And I don't know, I've worked with, um, some of like the people she works with. So it might be like that kind of connection. Um, but I don't know precisely like how she has come across my music and me as an artist. Mm. Well, tell me about what was it like to meet her for the first time? It was um, it was special because I don't like to to idolize people because I feel like if you idolize people, then that means also if if you look up to someone, you 
also look down at someone kind okay. of like, yeah. but, but I, I'm, um, uh, still like, she's been a woman that has really inspired me. And it's a, it's a, an artist that I've heard the music of since I was, since I can remember, like, like the same time when I was listening to Jay-Z and stuff. And I think it was kind of surreal because it's not, I don't think it's like natural for a human being to, um, I, I feel like I've known her my whole life. Like I've known who she is and I've like known that she exists and I've seen her like throughout my whole life. So mm. it's kind of surreal to then meet this person in real life after all this time like it doesn't feel real kind of but she was extremely nice extremely humble and kind and just like she had a really calm aura and energy which I kind of expected from her as well like she really just seemed exactly how she seems like in on social media which is not very often that people are like that but it was it was an amazing experience and also the whole experience around the the whole video and creating it I think was very overwhel overwhelming to me because it was um it was just like a whole bunch of talented amazing women of color gathered in one place creating magic and I haven't really witnessed that before so i'm really grateful to have been a part of something so important and beautiful yeah i can only imagine i watched this again today actually if i remember when it came out anyone listening that isn't sure what we're talking about this was for the promotion of um, queen charlotte which is part of the bridgeton franchise so it was a special rendition of if i ain't got you with an all-woman orchestra made up entirely of women of color wasn't it yes exactly Okay, wonderful. What was it like? I mean, it looked so special even just to watch it and to be a part of it. Even Alicia looked like she was quite emotional and I can only imagine the amount of time she's performed that song. <laughs> but still, she yeah. gave such a performance <laughs> and it was so magical, wasn't it? What was it like to be a part of that? Um, it was, like I said, it was, I think it, it was overwhelming and a beautiful experience but you can't overlook the fact that we were wearing these tight ass cor corsets uh, for yeah. two days in a row. Um, so that was like a new experience to me. Um, not preferable to walk around in that, but <laughs> or breathe or eat. <laughs> oh my god, you couldn't you couldn't walk like down or up the stairs without without having a person helping you. It was. Like it made me respect um, people who do the movies where they wear these costumes for hours, months and years, you know, um, and it kind of made, made me worried because it's actually quite painful to walk around with such like tight corsets. But um, anyways, it was all in all a great experience and it feels it feels good to be acknowledged by one of the biggest artists in the world for your work and what you do like it gives you definitely gives some type of motivation mm, 
Yeah, for sure. I can only imagine. Um, Okay, let's talk about some of your recent work. So your recent single, Didn't You Know, this explores the realisation that, you know, we enter the world alone and we will ultimately leave it alone. So tell me a bit about what you were thinking about when you wrote this, because obviously this is quite a deep, uh, reflective song. Mm. I think the song has so many layers to it um which is kind of hard to explain really shortly but um the it kind of the song kind of roots in the feeling of hopelessness and like you can hear in the verses like i'm talking about all these all these um terrible things that are happening in the world right now and we're kind of told to just ignore it all the time or sometimes we ourselves can just feel like giving up because it feels so hopeless and we feel so helpless being surrounded by it Uh, so that's like one aspect of it and the other aspect of the song is like kind of finding uh, power in in knowing that the only person in this world that can harm you uh, the most is is yourself and it's your mind and it's kind it's powerful to know that because that takes away the power from other people and what they can do to you and I saw as well so obviously the song was synced to uh, this huge crime thriller in Oslo Gangs of Oslo which is on Netflix so when did you find out that it was going to be included on the show uh, I found out a little bit before the show um yeah it was it was like maybe half a year before the show was coming and it was also cool because it was included in the trailer for the for the for the series and the commercial that like went around on tv and also i saw uh actually i saw ricky gervais uh tweeting about the series and he said like it's the best series he's seen in a while so that's really cool to to be a part of that. And yeah, just having a soundtrack to that because one of my dreams and goals uh, with my music career is to have music that you can hear and like to make a movie soundtrack is like one of my goals, like James Bond or something big like that. Oh, okay. And that's you particularly picturing something grand, something action maybe like that. Yeah, like it could either be yeah, I think so. Like, um, either like James Bond type of movie or, um, let's say like the Tenet movie, like those type of like orchestral, big, dark sounds. I feel like I could create something nice in that lane. Oh yeah. Okay. Let's, let's put some vibes up for Christopher Nolan, you know, come on, send those vibes out. <laughs> you never know. For his Christopher Nolan. John Powell, uh, Alexander Yoronso, like, just holla at me, you know? Yeah, exactly. Okay. Um, yeah. I saw the scene as well that the song was used on, so it's kind of someone seems to be getting dumped outside of a hospital. I don't know the context, because I don't think we have that show on UK Netflix, so uh, Ricky Gervais must be watching in America, so he's got the different Netflix there, <laughs> but, um, so I've only seen that clip. But uh, what did you think about, um, you know, the way your song was used? I think it was um, used like really right, like in a scene where with a lot of 
uh, tension and darkness. Like it was really reflecting, re reflecting um, right on the song. So yeah. Okay. Um, all right. Let's talk a bit about your new album. Um, I'm gonna. I would try and pronounce it. What well, can you pronounce it for me, and then I'll try to give it a go rather than butcher it. No, I want to hear your first. Oh God. Well, it's just written down how I've written it. So I'm going to say it's like Sharazad, but obviously I don't know the accent and my accent is very British. It probably doesn't that, sound right at all. It wasn't bad. No, that sounded like a British version of it. Of it. So I, that was like good. It, it, so it's um, Sharazad. Sharazad. Yeah, Sherazad. A bit better, Sherazad. <laughs> okay. Um, so I did Google yeah, the name and it came up with a few things. So it came up with City Dweller, Free City, Noble Lineage. So are any of those correct or does it mean none of those things? What? Lineage? Uh, wait, how do you Google it? I just Googled the, the name and then it came up with all the, because I thought, well, it must mean something in, I, I don't know, Arabic or, um, but I didn't want to presume, but it came up with quite a few interpretations. I was wondering what it meant, uh, well, literally, and what it means to you. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, yeah. So when you Google it, what you will get is probably a picture of this woman, uh, Arabic, Middle Eastern woman. Um, and so... Sherazad is originally is a character in um it's like a um, collection of Middle Eastern tales that you know as uh one thousand and one nights uh and she is one of the first characters that you get introduced to like she has the first story in that book um and her story is basically if I'm gonna tell it really shortly. She lives in a kingdom where the king catches his wife cheating on him. So after that, he decides to kill her and marry another woman and then kill that woman and then marry a new woman the next day. Oh. And that like what he does for several weeks. Um, and then Sherazad, who has like a big... Um, trust in herself and her power as a storyteller she asked her father father to for permission to get married to the king and after a lot of discussion it, she ends up with uh marrying the king and on the night of the wedding uh Sherazad tells the king a story and the thing that she does is at uh, she leaves, uh, she's, she ends the story with a cliffhanger, um, which makes the king uh, let her live another day because he wants to hear more. And she does this for a thousand and one nights. Um, and basically throughout that time, the king falls in love with her and he also learns a lot of, of lessons and wisdom from the stories that she is telling and they end up getting married no they are married but they end up like living happily ever after and having their kids and you know and she ends up surviving the whole thing so uh the reason why i wanted to have sherazad as a title for the album is because i've always been fascinated by the power of um 
words and the power of stories and the power of art and music and um that i i truly believe that it has a big impact on the society that we live in and and what i love about it is that anyone um you you, you don't have to like look a certain way to tell stories like it's it's something everyone can do and it's something that reflects what's inside your mind and in, inside your heart which i find very beautiful um so Sherazad is kind of me identifying as a storyteller and and um the whole album is the story of the storyteller like all of the songs on the album is um um describing not necessarily directly me as a person but describing events that has shaped me into the person that I am today and and why like telling these stories are important to me and you'll hear it in like basically all of the songs um some more personal than others like selfish is like really directly and personal from my perspective but then we have city of god which is um me talking about the revolution in iran and how the people are suffering there and that's like some that's something that has made a huge impact on me as a person because i'm grown up with these stories i'm grown grown up talking about these issues and they have affected the way i create music um which is i i very often write about how the society is how the world is um yeah and then we also have more light songs like kalash which is really lyrically it's different from those heavy city of god didn't you know songs but it also describes the hope i have in me as a person and, and the ambitions and that um i never give up i always strive for more and it's like a celebration of the big dreams that i have as a person so it's really like describing me in a whole mm. and considering you know what you said city of god's about you're talking about issues that are ongoing um do you ever feel nervous or reticent to put out songs there that are going to cause perhaps some kind of divisive opinions mm, i don't think so because um i've done it since i was since i was 18 mm -hmm. um it's just like it, it does it doesn't really scare me i think it's way less scary to put out a song with um whatever feeling you have than to write an article on the internet because i feel like songs are at at the end of the day it's feelings and nobody can really tell you that what you're feeling is wrong yeah um unless you say something absolutely crazy like statement in the song um then i i believe like no i'm i i haven't really been scared of that and especially i think because i'm i am grown up with parents that are from um a country where you're not allowed to mean whatever you want and say whatever you want so i've always appreciated the opportunity to say what i want and to not be scared of it cuz there's the worst thing is somebody can hate me for it while in 
Iran, the worst thing is you can get death penalty or thrown in jail and tortured, you know? So mm-hmm. I don't think there's to be scared of. Yeah, I think you're absolutely right to speak out on um, issues that are important that everyone else can obviously see, especially in what's going on in the world at the moment. So, yeah, I can see why you absolutely put this into music and it's important to to speak up. Um, okay, one thing I wanted to ask you about as well before you went is, um, I don't know if you ever watched that programme, Hot Ones, where they eat the wings and the guy asks questions. So I saw the one with Cardi B the other day and he asked her, is there anything she wish she gets asked about and she said she's really interested in aliens and um the art of war so i wondered is there anything you're particularly interested in that's you know maybe a bit unusual that people wouldn't know about you anything like that oh that's a you're asking good questions um (laughs) as an example someone i I asked the other day said she got really into watching shark videos on the internet and now she knows what to do in a shark attack so it could be anything, you know? Wow. <laughs> okay. Um, damn. I feel like with me, I should, you know, after this interview, I will like specialize on one thing uh, so that like the answer to that, but like as, as it is for right now, um, I'm just really, I, I think every, I think a lot of things are interesting. Like I, I find like, I don't know. It's so much that it's like hard to 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 like I I I've seen like those videos of people who like build uh they build um you know when you're up like at three a.m. and you see a video of a man in the nature like sculpting a house from mud yeah I don't know if you've seen that yeah that's maybe like a thing um but I don't know that doesn't make me like an expert of those things but I feel like maybe that has given me some wisdom in case I, I get like, I don't know, thrown into nature or something. Need to build a mud house. I love that. You're prepared. (laughs) Yeah. If that ever happens, ring up Alicia Keys first and she might be able to help you, but it's good to know that you can build your own mud house as well. You've got to have a backup, right? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Um, All right then. Uh, I want to thank you so much for taking the time to, join me today and talk all about you and your music and your upbringing and everything and your new album so thank you so much and um best of luck with it because i know it's not been out very long has it thank you so much yeah no it's it's been out for a week so it's kind of exciting it's the first time i've done something so conceptual is that a word conceptual yes yeah yeah it's the first time i've done something so conceptual and like put so much time in like the whole project so it's just exciting to see like people's response and reaction to it yeah absolutely and especially considering it's your debut it must be very exciting so um please enjoy it enjoy the ride and um well i'd love to talk to you again sometime maybe if you have an next project or something so um i'm gonna let you get on with your day and thank you so much for joining today Thank you. And thank you for taking the time and being interested and just wanting to have a chat. I really appreciate it. All right. Okay. Thank you so much. Bye then. Thank you. Take care. Headliner Radio, supporting the creative community.